Welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Today is December 29th, 2021, and this episode will be about Minnesota Twins outfield depth. The depth chart. And by this, I mean we're going to go down the depth chart for about the next five years out. So, hang with me. Now, the Twins put together a top 30 prospects list each year, and here's what that list looks like for 2021. Right now, heading into 2022, we've got our top prospect lists of all the positions. And if you go to the website here, you can click full list, and you can see all 30 top prospects in all the positions. What we're going to do today is focus only on the outfielders. We don't care about the pitching, catching, or infielders, just outfield. And one reason in particular was the Byron Buxton signing, the big long-term Max Kepler signing uh, a couple of years ago, and the assumption by, by many is that we're light or depleted in the outfield. Uh, the show today is going to show that's not the case. We are overloaded. We have outfielders. The Twins have outfield depth and lots of it. Now, maybe this episode will be helpful for those in the offseason as we see moves, because I think we will see some moves in the outfield. But anyway, there's 30, out, 30 prospects in the Twins organization right now, meaning these are prospects in Class A, AA, AAA, that do not have enough major league experience to be considered, uh, still to be able to be considered prospects. These are young guys. Now, there's only six in. Of these 30, only six are outfielders. So we're going to cover these on our show today. The six that are prospects. The others that are not prospects that are still on the depth chart. And then I'll go through all the classes from rookie league all the way up to the pros. So let's cut over to that. Currently, you see the arrow here, arrow going left to right, lowest to biggest, least experience to most experience. So every organization, all 30 teams have a rookie league. Twins, if I scroll down, have these guys that played rookie league last year. And then they move up to low A. These players. Then they move up to high A. These players. And as you move along, you get up to double A. Now you'll see the log jam. Triple A. And majors. This is the order. When you get drafted, you will start out down here and work your way up to the majors. Only a few select will ever make it here. Typically, a major league team will have three outfielders on the starting roster and a fourth a utility guy or a fourth outfielder. Typically, only four outfielders make the team when they break camp. when the Major League schedule begins after training camp is done. Now, as you can see, the Twins already have a bunch up here. 
five. Already have five. Now the episode here I'm going to show you includes some notes. So we've got Buxton. Buxton just signed that long-term deal. He's a center fielder only. Does not play left or right. He's center field. He was a number one pick, first round pick back in 2012. He's in the majors. He's only in the majors. He will not go backwards here at all. You can pencil him in for the next few years as a center fielder, pending he doesn't get hurt. Max Kepler, also majors, long-term deal. When we get to the depth down here, you may see him emerge as a bargaining chip or trade bait if the Twins want to enhance some pitching or other positions. He could be expendable with all the depth that we have. We have then Alex Kirloff. Kirloff was a first-round pick in 2016. It's also in the majors. I don't see him going back. He does platoon at first. The Twins do like him as a first baseman. I'm covering this episode here mainly as an outfielder's list only. I've got him there in the majors. He had an injury last year. He'll be healthy and ready to go. Look for him to play I'm guessing left field or first base. We also have Rob Ruffsnyder. Ruffsnyder was in the majors last year. Also played some AAA with the St. Paul Saints. He's a former major league pro. Played a lot of center field for Buxton when he was out. Did a serviceable job on defense and on offense. Can hit for average. Hit for power. He's still a possibility to start the season. Same with Kyle Garlick. Garlic we picked up last year, kind of as a backup depth for AAA. He advanced up with the injuries, played a lot at Major League level. With that being said, we've already got five guys on the Twins. They're probably going to break camp with four guys. Uh, I'd imagine if they go something like this, spring training will be unless pending any injuries. You'll see these two battling out for the spot. Now remember, we're going to go down here. I'll show you. We've got 32 gentlemen, 32 guys on the Twins roster right now that are considered outfielders. Got to make everyone happy. Got to see who's going to make the majors first, and then we'll fall backwards. Jake Cave. Jake Cave still down here on the list. Sixth-round draft pick by the Yankees. Back in 2011, he's 29 years old. More than likely, he will start in AAA. Now, with all of his major league experience, I don't, for one, necessarily see that happening. They did sign him to a deal. I'm, I'm guessing that he will be cut, cut loose and another team will sign him. I don't think he will be playing any AAA ball, but he's there. Derek Fisher. Twins picked up Derek Fisher here in the offseason. Actually, a week or two ago, he was a former second-round draft pick by the Astros in 2014. Signed by the Twins in December to just a minor league deal, age 28. He could be that fourth outfielder for the Twins. But for right now, let's pencil him in in AAA. Now, Trevor Larnick, another first-round pick back in 2018. The reason I mention the picks... Is of the 40 rounds in the Major League Baseball draft, your top five rounds, for the most part, you're going to put your energy, dollars, 
into those players. Maybe not perhaps the guys farther down the list, but you're not going to cut bait too soon. Trevor Larnick, first-round pick, just because he had a halfway decent season, kind of good, kind of bad last year, they're not going to cut ties with him. He's going to start probably in AAA as he jumped right from AA to the majors last year and then had a little struggle. Because they've got the depth up here, I think Larnick will be best used getting one more full year in AAA ball. Now, look who's right behind him. Brent Rooker, a second-round pick in 2017. He's also penciled in for AAA. He already played some in the majors. Could he be trade bait? I don't know. He hasn't done enough. He wouldn't be worth much. Then you got Gilberto Celestino. Twins got him in the Ryan Presley trade from the Astros. We didn't get him as a player to be named later or a minor league backup player. We got him as a prospect. When we got him in that deal, he moved up to number nine for the Twins on the, on the prospect list of that list of 30. He's off there now because he got a bunch of playing time at the major league level. He fell off the list as a prospect. This is a center fielder, center fielder only, basically Byron Buxton's backup. Buxton signed long-term. If there's an injury, look for Celestino to come up. I've got him penciled in right now in AAA to start for the Saints. A lot of topside with this guy. Now, as you can see, going down through Celestino, we're already at five. Probably only going to have five at the AAA level. So what happens next? We get Mark Contreras. Contreras, a ninth round pick. Pretty high. Baseball drafts 40 guys. It's pretty high up there. I envision him at the AAA level to start the season. Or at least finish the season. Down here we got Jimmy Kerrigan. This is the guy that moved up from single to double to triple A last year. Moved up very quickly. Very good. Not a prospect. Not a high draft pick. But surprised a lot of people. Is he going to go back down to double A? Possibly. Or start at triple A? If he's going to start the season at triple A, we've got extra slots. Where are these people going to go? Now before I get any farther, let's go down to the bottom. Bold. Bold indicates a top 30 prospect for the Twins. Remember, I mentioned that at the top of the show. There's only six. It's these four, five, and six. If you're on that top 30 prospect list, you're going to be given every opportunity to make it to the big leagues. You're not going to be on the cutting block. These six have a target on their back. they got to produce, whether it's this year, next year, or when. But they are high-caliber players. 
So we got these six. They're in bold. Here's a bold. First bold player we've got here, Austin Martin. Austin Martin. We got him in the Burrios trade in 2021. He's a former number one draft pick for the Toronto Blue Jays. Currently, he's the Twins' number two overall prospect, Austin Martin. This is the guy to watch. He's a shortstop slash outfielder. Really good shortstop. I don't know if he's going to play shortstop in the majors because we got Royce Lewis at that position. Austin Martin got a lot of time in center field last year. Center field. Who we got in center field? Buxton and Celestino. Austin Martin is a stud. Problem is, he's ready to come up. Where's he going to go? Let me unhide. Let's cover this column next. ETA, if you're a top 30 prospect, they'll give you a date, a year, an annual date of when they expect you to be in the major leagues. Austin Martins is set up right now with the 2022, which means this year. And all he plays is center, not left or right. I've got him playing center, uh, double A ball, center field. Which could be the case for most, if not all, the season this year. Where's Austin Martin going to go after that? Look for him as another trade bait. He's worth a lot. He's a blue chip caliber player. He'll probably start in double A, go to triple A this year, and ready to come up next year. Remember, all he plays is center. So once the Twins signed Buxton to a long-term deal, Martin maybe trade bait. Now in between here, we had a guy, Ernie De La Trinidad. We got him in the Eduardo Escobar trade back in 2018. This is another guy. Not a prospect, not a high pick. Played double-A last year. I'm guessing he'll be at double-A this year as well. Now, we already have three outfielders. And more guys pushing them. He's a good guy. Surprised a lot of people last year. Trinidad. De La Trinidad. Now, remember, I'm not keeping, I'm not accounting for any injuries here. So you got to have depth. We're already 14 guys down the list. Cabrera can play all outfield positions. That's a good problem to have for the Twins. He'll be starting this year at AA as well. Now, Hellman in the 16 spot. Hellman. Hellman was an 11th round draft pick from Texas A&M as a second baseman. Second baseman. Last year, the Twins organization moved him to outfield. They're going to develop him as an outfielder. Maybe because there's no room at second base for him. Or maybe he's just better in the outfield. Look for, look for him to start in high class A. Hellman as another outfielder. We've already got outfield depth. He's another one that's converted. 
We've got a guy named Zach Featherstone. 12th round pick. Can't count him out either. He'll start the year probably in high A. We got Kiersey, fourth round pick. Can't discount anyone as a fourth round pick. That's very high for baseball. Remember, 40 rounds. Fourth round pick. We're going to put some time and energy into this youngster. I got him starting a class high A. Now, Matt Walner, another bold. Look for him to come up also in 2022. Here's where the problems begin. He's a right fielder, power hitter. We'll probably start in high A, move up to double, maybe even triple. There's a chance he could make the big leagues in 2022. I don't personally see that happening. He's in a long road ahead of him. But look at his bio. Second round pick by the Twins. Former Mr. Baseball and Prep Minnesota at Forest Lake High School. Also a prospect ranked 14th of the top 30 prospects for the Twins. This kid will be moving along at a pretty good clip. Now, we get Fedco. Not a prospect, not an early pick, but even as a 12th round draft pick, he came out of UConn last year, was the Big East Player of the Year in the entire conference. This guy can play. Look for him in low A, possibly to high A. He's going to have a tough road, and this kid's loaded with talent. Now we got Willie Joe Gary, Willie Gary, ninth round pick, plays only center field. Look for him in low A to move up to high A for these, this uh, possible season. And then down the road, remember I talked about at the beginning of the show, this is a five-year plan potentially. These are some names that you might be hearing about in the next five years. Alex Solari, another prospect. They've got him pegged to come up in 2023, so he's a couple years out. Left fielder only, but get this, second round pick. Might be developed as a second baseman. He's currently ranked 18th prospect right now for the Minnesota Twins. Drafted as a second baseman. Twins are deep at second. Well, um, drafted as an outfielder, sorry. They're going to maybe develop him as a second baseman. So he may drop off this list. With all the depth, they need to get this guy into the lineup somehow. Solari, coming up in 2023. Where's he going to go? You know, if I've got him down here at 22 out of 32 guys, he's got to overleap a lot of players to make it to the bigs. He might make it as a second baseman somewhere in the future after a Jorge Polanco or Lewis arise. And outfield, he only plays left. Urbina, another prospect, 12th ranked prospect. In 2018, he was the Minnesota Twins' top international signee. Top. Top pick of all the international picks once the draft is done. This kid's got some talent. I've got him starting at low A this year. He could move up quickly as well. Give him a couple years, and he's looked at, looking to project to make in the big leagues in 2023. Urbina. 
These guys could also be trade bait. The preferred position, I've got a column here for left, right, or center field. For those have a, that have uh, found a specialty there. Rodriguez, center fielder, only center field. Very talented. He's got a projection estimated time of arrival of 2024. And Mr. Rodriguez, Minnesota's top international signee in 2019. They bet spent back-to-back -back years signing international players as outfielders, 2018 and 2019. Their top pick in the international signees, back-to-back -back years, were outfielders. This guy's got some talent. He's currently 20th ranked prospect in all of the Twins' top 30 picks. He's another outfielder. He spent last year in rookie league. I'd imagine him to be low A this year. Some of these could advance quickly to make the big leagues. Now, Calais Rosario, another outfielder, fifth-round draft pick by the Twins, currently ranked number 30 on the entire prospect pool of Twins players, another outfielder. He's projected also to come up in 24. 2024, two guys. 2023, two guys. 2022, two guys. There's your six. A lot of depth ahead of them. Rosario is a corner outfielder only. Plays left and center. He was a rookie last year. I would imagine when 2022 starts, these guys will all be here. Because you know who's going to be in rookie league? The new draft class. June. In a mere six months, the Twins will pick up 40 more players in the amateur draft. That could be six or seven new outfielders added to this list. So the attrition or the fallout or what I would call the weed out process happens very rapidly in the outfield in the Major League Farm System. So Rosario, look for him to move up, look for that name, not Eddie Rosario, not a relation, but this guy can play. Now I've got some guys down here that were drafted last year Aguiar, Baez, Duran, Jimenez, Roberto, Sosa, and Vallejo. All spent time in the rookie league last year. They'll be looking to start somewhere in Class A this year. They could also start in the rookie league. That's going to put a lot of pressure in these organizations right here. Low A and high A. A lot of outfielders. A lot of depth. Now, adding to the problem with the Twins having too many outfielders is the fact they have current infielders on the roster that can play outfield in a pinch. Nick Gordon was used last year in center field. Luis Arais was used in left and right field last year. So typically they'll only have four outfielders. But in a pinch, you can move a guy up or... Keep your roster with only three outfielders and use these as your fourth to create another spot for pitching or infield. Now, the number one prospect the Twins have is Royce Lewis. I've got a question mark after his name. He spent the entire season on the disabled list last year after getting injured. He sat the entire, entire season out, is healthy and ready to come back now. He 
He looks to be the shortstop of the future. He really hasn't played anything above class double A. So if he's going to be the shortstop, he'll go that route. If things don't pan out, they can move him in the outfield as well. He also could be moved to second or third base, Royce Lewis. He projects as a shortstop, but i got to put a question mark after his name with the all-around talent that that guy has. In a pinch, they could develop him, and he'll be ready to go as a professional outfielder if they choose to go that route. So not only do we have 32 players, we got three players here. I'm going to cover one more thing before I go back up to the top. Look at the players that are gone. Gone. Travis Blankenhorn. Twins released him this last year. Currently got picked up and signed with the New York Mets this offseason. Keon Broxton. Played much of the year. St. Paul Saints in the outfield. As you can see, with the plethora of outfielders we have, we released him. He picked up a minor league contract with the Milwaukee Brewers this year. Eddie Rosario, number three. We didn't re-sign. Asking price was too high. Cleveland Indians signed him. And then he was traded midway through the season with the Atlanta Braves. Went on to world, win the World Series with the Braves and now has a ring. Rosario's gone. Lamont Wade Jr. Next one. Traded away as we had too much outfield depth. Well, he could also play first base. Got picked up by the San Francisco Giants. Also went to the playoffs. Made the postseason roster as an outfielder and a first baseman. Ended up hitting some home runs. Did very good out there. Lamont Wade Jr. The Twins gave up on him. He's now in the pros with the Giants. In the last of all, Last of all, Gabriel Maciel. Twins didn't protect him. He's got some upside, huge upside. Very talented. He's a Rule 5 pickup by the A's this month. Oakland A's picked him up. Looks like he's going to be starting in AA or AAA for the Oakland A's. Look for that name. Now the other thing here we've got is the all-important 40-man roster. Buxton's on the roster, Kepler, and Kirloff, of course. But keep in mind that Trevor Larnick is on the roster, Rooker is, and Celestino. The odds are in your favor if you're on that 40-man roster. Okay, regardless of what level you are, whether you're on the pros or not, uh, you're on that team making salary and benefits, which means the Twins have hope for you and plan on coming up. Jake Cave used to be on that list. Not anymore. Not protected. Ruff Snyder, not on the list. Garlic, Cave, not even Fisher. He's going to have to earn his way on spring training to make the team uh, to get on that 40-man roster as well. So we got six in the 40-man roster. We have six upcoming prospects that are outfield. If I go back and hide these again, here's where we're sitting for the Twins. Guys in the majors, or project to be in the majors. Guys in AAA, 
You're only going to have three, four, or five guys in the outfield roster at any one of these levels. There's room in double A. But look what's coming down the pipe. Lots of depth. So with attrition, they do plan on injuries, uh, problems on the field, problems off the field, things like that. Guys get cut, get injured. But the problem is we're going to have a new draft coming up in six more months to add six or seven new guys to this list. This is a battle. Lots of prospects out there. Lots of guys coming up. Lots of guys that we use big picks on. You're not going to waste a first-round pick or a second-round pick. Twins are loaded with these top picks. they got to go somewhere. They could be trade bait. Now, Kepler is trade bait. The only bad thing about that is he's coming off a soft year where he didn't do too well. His stock is not too high. You wouldn't get really potentially much for him. You'd get something for him, but not much. Not that he would have had Pack in the years when he was doing well. So my guess is that Mr. Martin down here, his stock may be the highest this year to get something big in return for him. Once again, you can go to the prospect list. You can see everybody here. Here's Austin Martin right there. These guys are young too, 22 years old for the first couple of guys. That's all I've got for the show today. Minnesota Twins Outfield Depth Chart, December 29th. My name is Dan. Thanks for listening. And keep in mind, you can always go to our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, blog, and on YouTube to find our weekly shows and our midweek episodes. Please respond with your comments below. And thanks for listening.